are we kidding? Hey everybody, I'm Meg. And I'm Carla, and this is Who Are We Kidding? Episode 5. Today we are going to talk about uh, body image, our thoughts around it, our feelings about our own bodies, our history with some of that stuff. Um, and because it's just a big part of being a woman and to steal Carla's line from a little <laughs> earlier, she said that if you don't have uh, something around body image issue, you are a feminist legend and we really want to meet you. <laughs> You're totally amazing. Yeah. And let's see. Here's the thing. You probably just want to hit pause right now and troll the internet for pictures of us so that you can get a really clear idea of who these chicks are and what their bodies really look like. I know that's what I would do if I were you. Um, That is the first thing I would do. That's so real. (laughs) It's totally okay. Go ahead. Yeah, find some photos. At whoarewekidding.com. But if you don't want to do that, I'll give you a little bit of a what I look like um I have giantism <laughs> no, you don't <laughs> I'm very tall um and I was super thin like a gangly kid and um young woman but I've had two kids and I am currently a solid 20 pounds over like my normal weight that's not like uh 20 pounds over my high school weight or my wedding weight, but just like my normal um, weight. And it's not the baby weight anymore because my baby's two and a half. So (laughs) there you go. I don't even have any babies and I'm in the same boat. So (laughs) I have actually, I guess we're going to start with height. So I'm like a little bit over five, six. Um, And I think at my best moments I would have referred to myself as curvy and at my worst moments when I'm really mean to myself I would just straight up refer to myself as fat so um there's been like a wide range of feelings I've had about that over the years yeah so there's a little background so that you can kind of you can picture that yeah I'm not squeezing my (laughs) rear end into you know like a large forever 21 anymore so dang dude I know yeah, the Large Forever 21 was a good period of time. I, I've got to admit, I'm still trying to get back to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's uh, you, But then I tried to go to the plus, and I, it, I'm swimming in it. I don't know. I'm in a really weird no man's land right now. I didn't even know that existed. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm thankful I sew at this point. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Um, Meg, you and I, we've been friends for so long, I already know this about you, but I think it's an interesting thing to talk about um, in general, because I, I think other people are going to feel the same way um, if they grew up in the same era as we did, which is the body image issue kind of started with our moms. Yeah, definitely. With the, with the moms, with all the other women we saw in our lives. Um, yeah, because, it, you know, it was not to like, ri- my mom was always like, super like, fit, you know, going to exercise classes and stuff that was really great, like example, for me, it's not like it was all bad or anything. But it, it dominated a lot of my mom's life being on a diet, like I remember that and they we grew up in the like, everything was 
low light and low fat and fat free. That's the other thing I was going to say. Don't you kind of remember being a kid and having that sort of like food introduced? I mean, maybe diet food was around well before the eighties. I'm sure there was some form of it, but that's when that whole like low fat craze really got going. (laughs) Oh my God. Totally. And And I mean, we were with, we were with Oprah through all her ups and downs. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting on the couch with mom after school, watching Oprah struggles. She's still talking about bread too. Like, can we, (laughs) she, she is, she's she's not doing the low carb. She's not going to do it. No, totally. More power to her. Yeah, dude. I love bread. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I kind of had that same experience too. And it's interesting to think of it. Like, like you said, your mom always went to, you know, um, work out and was interested in healthy food and stuff like that. My mom was too. Um, so it is kind of funny to have that combination of some like aspects of a really healthy approach to it, along with the feeling of like, even with these healthy things, like still the focus can be on trying to lose weight and trying to be thin. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think to the media, like, especially when we were teenagers, like, it was like the era of like the supermodels and everyone had the like fake breasts and the lots of like work done. Like I know now it's Photoshop, but before it was like just sculpted fake bodies everywhere. Yeah, dude, I know. Have. Sometimes I even think about the Photoshop, like not that it's a good thing to see all the time, but at least we're sort of at a point as a society where we look around and we go, well, that's fucking Photoshop. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. To- and you can tell yourself that even if it's not, unless they're like totally in front of you. Totally. It's uh. funny. Do you have um, like, this is actually one thing I don't know about you because I don't think we ever talked about it. But when you were a kid and watching your mom or other women go through this stuff, was there a point you can remember where you were aware of it for your own body? Or did it just like creep up on you? Just the, the awareness of like, I am thin or I am fat or like something is wrong with, you know, my body in some way. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I remember wanting to be a model. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, my God. You did modeling in so, high school a little. I remember that. So that makes you want to be thin, obviously. Um, sure. But I was, I was really thin. I remember being really thin, but still like thinking about exercise. I didn't. I didn't diet like when I was a teenager and I didn't have to. I had like a hole in my big toe. I mean, I could just eat anything and be thin. That's amazing. Um, I was always really jealous of that. (laughs) I'm jealous of it now. I'm mad that I didn't like really realize how lucky I was at at that point. But no, I I feel like I I started um, dieting in college um when still I didn't need to then yeah and, totally we used to diet together I, as roommates yeah I remember that oh yeah we sure. used to drink our points yes yeah this yeah. is like so here's a really good way to diet um so Weight Watchers healthy. used to have yeah I don't know if Weight Watchers still has points but it used to be that you had points they coordinated to calories so Meg and I would save up our points for binge drinking <laughs> Because alcohol Instead is of all eating. the points, you guys. Oh, my it God. It takes so many points. <laughs> and then, you know, it was really not a good idea. Thankfully, we didn't do much of it. It was more of a joke than a real 
I think, and we laughed about it too. Like we knew how fucked up and unhealthy we were being. It wasn't like we, you know, but (laughs) when does irony cross to reality? You know what I mean? Like we still drink our points. We did. We did. Yeah. (laughs) Oh God. uh, Yeah. I don't know. Um, But that, what about you, Meg? When do you, what do you? Like of the awareness thing. I... I know that what happened for me was like a, a little before puberty, slightly before puberty, I think I started to gain weight. That was probably due to like a lot of different factors. Um, it, we were like moving a lot. There was some stuff going on in my family. I probably wasn't outside and as active as I had been, all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. I do have a distinct memory of the first time I remember being like really um, aware of it and embarrassed by it was in sixth grade. I definitely got boobs earlier than most of the girls in my class. And on top of gaining extra weight around that time, I started to become super self-conscious. And then I remember the end of the year school celebration was at a pool. And it was the first time that I like really desperately wanted to wear a t-shirt over my swimsuit. I was like mortified. About the oh, idea God. of, I know, which now I think about that it. That age is so hard. It's so awful. Oh, man. And everyone's at such a different age or like a different stage. Like some girls mm-hmm. are developing. Some girls are chubby. Some girls are still real thin. Boys are short. Boys are tall. Like as if you don't feel bad enough. Right. And then they throw a pool party. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Oh, God. And I had the like totally flat chested, like I wish I'll never get breasts I did finally get those but um, (laughs) and I was like a foot taller than all the guys oh yeah so I was definitely awkward and braces and all that um it's a hard time it's so hard but yeah I never from my perspective in sixth grade it was like the girls that had boobs were so lucky like look they were so cool that's so funny because also like later in <laughs> later in life, I finally came to the realization, like I'll admit that this is a little bit um, silly or kind of stupid, but because of my own body image issues with weight gain, it seemed to me like it didn't even occur to me that a thin girl who was flat chested would have any problem. You know what I mean? Like with herself. Oh, right. because, sure. Which like, is fuck you. You're so, thin. I know. Right. Which is so crazy. Like later on when I. You know, I went to therapy for a little while. I kind of had my return of Saturn bullshit in my late 20s. <laughs> and a lot of it was around weight and body image issue. And yeah. that was the point when I was suddenly like, oh, well, of course everyone has problems. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but it can be really hard to see outside your own experience, especially when it's difficult. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a big part of my experience, too, because a lot of that happened for me at a really young age was I kind of took this approach of like, I just won't say anything about it and maybe no one will notice. Right. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, it it came like I don't even think I know we drank our points, we just said, and you and I dieted in Mm -hmm. college and stuff, but I don't even think I talked to friends about it as much at that age. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I mean... Yeah, it was sort of always on the guise of like we were going to do something about it, but not really how we felt about our bodies, which is totally, I guess, just lack of maturity. 
Okay, here's the thing that keeps like weighing on me because we were talking about how we were dieting in college and stuff. And we yeah. we're going back and looking at pictures of when we were in school and I'm like, "Oh my god." Like I was worried about my weight. What? Uh, like you had a hindsight like, kind of thought about it. Yeah, it really yeah. and and then I realized I'm like really am I just going to live my life in like a constant state of dissatisfaction about my body? Like, right. Like, shouldn't you bring that idea into your present situation? (laughs) Yeah. And actually really ruminating that on that has helped. Like, okay. uh, Instead of focusing on like, what's wrong, I need to realize that like, this might be as good as it gets. So I better enjoy it. I don't, I don't know. know. It freaks me out now that I was like so w- working out and worried and probably doing epic damage to my metabolism, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with all of the weird, like not eating and then eating half a pizza and all that, you know. Yeah, totally. I guess that'll do it. See, I, I look at that sometimes and I go, I don't, you know, I'm not really sure ever what my metabolism was like since this is something I've always struggled with. Um but I'm sure I didn't do it any favors over that period of time too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, don't you look, and then um, have you ever had a time where you looked really good um, on the outside, but you felt really awful on the inside? Like part of the reason that oh, you were. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I think... and everyone's like, oh, you look so great. And you're like, well, that's because I'm horribly anxious Suffering. I feel like I'm yeah. gonna die all the time thank you so much I can count <laughs> probably like if I'm really honest I think I can count like four times in my life up until this point when I've been really thin not counting my you know childhood days when I was a normal child right. but um like like a size eight about was very thin for me mm-hmm. there was a point uh, that summer in between, was it junior and senior year when I lived in Mexico? Yeah. I was very thin. Um, part of that was, I was just like totally distracted with the fun I was having. And part of it was that, um, you know, I was in Mexico eating street food tacos. If you catch my drift. Yeah. That'll do yeah. it. Yeah. That'll do it. Pounds come right off. Laxative diet. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Just can't keep the weight on. <laughs> so there was that one time. Another time was when Craig and I first started dating when I had just moved to the city. And again, I was like so excited about life and just not even food didn't even like come on my register. And I was like working out all the time. But then, like you said, Mm -hmm. one of the only other times I can count was when Craig and I broke up for a little while and I was so depressed. I lost like 20 pounds and yeah, it looked great, but all I did was cry. So (laughs) horrible. Sucks. Not worth it. Totally. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, even at those times, I'm not sure how conscious I was of like, how good I how good I looked like how good I looked or felt or whatever, because I look back at pictures and I go like, whoa, I looked really different. And and I looked really great. And I shouldn't have been so stressed out about it. Yeah, that's the part that fucking blows my mind constantly is just, why was I worrying about my weight right then? Like now, 10 years later, I look at that picture and I look great. Like, why, I had no reason to waste mental energy on that, and yet I did. 
I wonder if a lot of women feel like that. Like if, a, if there's a lot of, um, if a lot of women say, look back at their twenties or maybe a period of time, like, you know, some women get like super regimented or something after they have a kid and like lose what you call yeah. baby weight or what if like a bunch of women look back at periods of time like that and are surprised. I, th- I mean, I doubt we're the only two. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're doing this. So people will email us like that awesome lady that emailed after our kid episode. She was so cool. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Keep sending us emails. We love it. It makes yeah. us feel awesome. We're on social media at KiddingCast. And our email is whoarewekiddingpodcast at gmail.com. Um, so yeah, please come on, tell us we're not crazy. Yeah, send us, send us like a weird hindsight thing you had about your own body. It doesn't have to be totally related to weight or something. It could be anything, you know, people have all kinds of weird thoughts about themselves. And like, where does that even come from? You know, like where I think about this all the time. This is such a big question that we can like not even begin to scratch the surface of (laughs) in one one hour long podcast episode but like where does even all that stuff come from this ideal we have for ourselves like who sets that bar is it our ourselves it doesn't seem like it no no and it's interesting because like we talked about that we we feel like we have a link to our body image like learning from our moms but they learned it Mm -hmm. from their moms and we also I think get a ton of it from like media and people wanting to sell us stuff yeah Craig talks about that all the time he thinks he actually calls uh women's magazines a cancer on our society (laughs) so uh (laughs) so there's that just throwing that out there Um, but yeah I mean really I I feel like we tell ourselves that it's men that want us to look a certain way, but I don't really think that's where it's coming from, other than maybe the men who own the corporations that stand to make a bunch of money off of us feeling shitty and buying more crap to feel better or look prettier or... Yeah, there's that vicious cycle, of course. Are you saying that that you think more of it comes from our peers and ourselves in a way? Yeah, or I don't know. I feel like um, I don't feel like I have any friends that like are judging me. But I think um, women are harder on each other and ourselves than like men are. Was what I'm getting at. Like oh, I feel I like yeah. we're way more focused on it than dudes are. Dudes, you know. Um. Straight men love the female body, but I don't think they expect it to be this perfect way that we're asking it to be. <laughs> That's probably true. Yeah, only I the mean, men most that feel that way. Anyway. Are the jerks. ones you, yeah. the ones you want to be with, aren't doing that. I don't think. Yeah. So I just, you know, I think that I don't really know where the pressure. Maybe it is. Maybe it's just all the magazines and the people but I don't know because like as much as like um we were talking about our moms setting this example of being worried about their own bodies my mom was always super like complimentary of mine and very like encouraging of confidence it's not like oh yeah mine too totally. and you know I 
So I don't really know why it's so fucking hard to just love your body. But um, maybe if we could pinpoint that, we could solve some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we probably wouldn't need to be talking about it then. I don't know. I do think there's something to be said for... um, like your parents can say over and over again, or people in your life can say one thing, like you said, very supportive and complimentary. And that absolutely counts for something. Yeah. But their actions towards themselves equally count for something, right? Totally. So it's yeah. just kind of watching that. Um, and like, you know, again, my mom and I are so close. We talk about, I'll tell her anything in the world. And um, she already knows how, you know, I feel about this. We talk about it very openly, but like, watching the women in your life treat themselves a certain way you take that in I think as a kid yeah yeah totally um and I am trying really hard I have boys so it's a little bit different but not totally um trying to like stop the cycle as much as I can and um yeah part of why we're talking about this today is I wrote an article um titled yes I still have the baby wait no I won't diet (laughs) (laughs) so it was about this conclusion I came to that I refuse to diet because for me diets don't work um, and I don't want to model that behavior and I eat super healthy Um, not that I don't like have a treat now and then but I'm I know that I'm not um like doing damage to my body with the food I put in it. And um, I just want to enjoy my life and focus on something else. Like it's just not, I've just decided that it's not going to be my most important thing. And it's totally true for like how much of our mental real estate it takes up. Like there are so many things in the world to focus on. And sometimes I just trip on how much my mind is taken up by what my body looks like or how it feels. It's weird. Yeah. And I just, I just, uh, diets make me super grumpy. And I feel like my kids would rather have a happy mom than a skinny mom. Um, and I'm not one of those people that can lose weight and be happy. I, I haven't figured that out yet. So um, <laughs> as much as I think I'll be happy <laughs> as soon as I'm thinner, I've just given up on all that bullshit. And what's yeah. really interesting is that when I wrote the article, um, I thought this was going to be this super feel-good piece and everyone was going to be like, yeah, let's love our bodies, screw it. And instead, <laughs> like, um, everyone was super mad. Like, People got pissed. It was like... <laughs> dude, they were so mad. And they were really... I got um, tons and tons and tons of women wanted to give me diet advice. Oh, my God. Like, and you were like, did you not read the article? Like, I swear to God, I read the comments on the Facebook page and the mom.me article. And, like, I kind of like to sit there and just, like, go, ha, ha, ha. You know what I mean? But, like, people had yeah. their fucking, like, pitchforks out. Like, this was oh, not yeah. going over. Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, because some were just straight up like, oh, you're lazy. You know, so there was half of them were just like, you're lazy. And the other half were like, well, if you just focus on your portions and this and that, and it's like, oh my God, you guys, you missed the point. Like, but then I realized that you're, you're allowed to have an imperfect body as long as you want to change it. 
So oh, like, God. <laughs> there's tons of feel good articles about like, I'm going to get in the pictures or wear the bathing suit or whatever. And everybody's like, yay, because they never once say, and I'm that, you know, there's an implied, like, I wish I looked better, but this is who I am kind of thing. Fuck, and dude. If we weren't saying, recording like, right now, I would drop my mic on your behalf. That was real, Carla. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, that was a big statement. <laughs> Makes me really feel weird. <laughs> yeah, well, it's yeah, true. Just, you're, like, allowed to be rallied on as long as you're, like, you know, I'm not perfect now, but God damn it, I'm going to get there. It's so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Or even if you're just super focused on, like, I'm not, I don't look great, but, uh, you know, I'm trying. It was, but, like, if you're just like, this is who I am. I've decided to just love my body the way it is. They're like, oh, ho- hold the phone. <laughs> Shut it down. <laughs> Wait a minute. What's she doing? <laughs> She's that trying is to a... be one of those feminist yeah. legends. Oh, yeah, the, <laughs> that chick. <laughs> what a cool insight you took from that, though. I Like, you hadn't talked to me about that before. I think that's really awesome. And we talked about the article and everything, but um, that's major. And it's yeah. interesting to hear, too. Maybe I will let that one sink in because, you know, that was another reason we're talking about this topic now. Because while Carlo wrote that immensely awesome article and had all this good insight from it, <laughs> I've decided to take a beach vacation in August and it's like all I can think about. And I am legit just on a diet right now. And it's so annoying, even though I completely agree with Carla's article. Right. So but what I does mean, that say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't it's, But is your diet working? Probably. Yeah, it is actually. And I mean, as far as they go, um, I'm not over here drinking my points or something. I am nice. eating tons of vegetables tons of good protein and like all of whatever they fucking tell you the carbs that are okay to eat whatever that is you know brown rice and yams and shit it's a party over Mm -hmm. here (laughs) um but it actually but I can't not call it a diet and part of the reason I did it was because I had gone through my busiest period of wedding season shooting all the time and working all the time um and I came off this period of seven or eight weeks And I looked back at my life and I had just been eating like pizza and takeout and just like I felt really bad, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that it I I definitely think that there's nothing wrong with dieting. I just decided to stop dieting because I do the thing where I do it really strict and I get really grumpy because it's strict and it sucks. Whatever I decide, because I just hate feeling like deprived. Deprived. I don't know. So then I go off of it. Like, I'm just trying to, I, the main reason I gave up dieting is because I don't want those swings anymore. Like, I don't want to binge when I go off it or I'm going to eat everything today because tomorrow my diet starts. Like, I just wanted to be done with all that. Yeah, I think that's important. And I think that does, like, match up with a certain personality where, like, for me, I've always really had trouble even having that discipline. I'll go through periods where I'm more aware of it or not. But right. like, I don't understand. I, I have a really good friend who, who does like the, I don't even know what to call it. There's like paleo with a binge day and you weigh out your food and then, and she's really good oh, at right. it. It makes her super happy. And it's more about like strength and feeling good and stuff for her. But, um, then it is about like weight loss. Cause she's a fairly thin person. Mm-hmm. But I just can't do that shit. I'm not good at it. I have like no discipline or whatever you want to call it. 
Right, right. And I have the thing where I can be super disciplined, but I hate it. So I'm done. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Despite everyone out there with their fucking torches and pitchforks, Carla's done. (laughs) I'm done. Just come and get me. Yeah, totally. Oh, man. Those people are fucking crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think it's time for our new segment. I'm pretty excited about this one. Yeah, now that we got all heavy on everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's raise it up a little bit. Um, Okay. Meg and I love to share with each other commercials that we hate. Um, Did you see this commercial? Oh, my God. This, you know. So, new segment it's called commercial breakdown dun 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 Dun, i don't that's not even the right theme song for it i'm gonna find one though yeah we need a theme song but yeah any any bear with us commercial (laughs) breakdown (laughs) it's a commercial breakdown things that make Um, you crazy when they're trying to sell you stuff commercial breakdown that's our theme song (laughs) nice that's a good one (laughs) Okay, cool. All right. I want you to go first. I'm pretty excited. Oh, my God. Okay. So when I first saw, let me just say this. When I first saw this commercial, I thought it was funny. It is a funny commercial. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then I thought about it more. and It just really pissed me off. So um, it's worth watching. And it's totally, you know, you might just think it's funny and I'm crazy. That's okay. Um, but it is for Organic Valley drinkable breakfast in a bottle. Drinkable um, breakfast. Yeah. Mm. And it's about real moms. Oh, here we go. <laughs> to fake moms. So they're trying. Okay. I'll, I'm going to give them this. What they're really, I think genuinely what they're trying to do is say like, most of the ways that moms are portrayed in the media is total crap. And here's some real moms and they're busy and they don't have time for this bullshit. They're going to drink this breakfast. Okay. That's the, okay. that's, I think what they're, I'm going to give them that, but then I'm okay. still going to have a problem with it. Okay. So it's like the girl's like, I, my mornings, I do yoga in my underwear and I, eat this special breakfast and they're all like fancy and nothing of real life moms oh like and it's little it's like, shots of each woman yeah, saying like yeah, i do this like i these do this women that you know and are it's just totally fake and stupid right then there's the real moms that are like actually we don't you know we use dry shampoo and we never make our bed and yada yada Okay. Um, but there's some of the wording behind it really pisses me off. So they've got the fancy ladies cut to the this broad brushing her teeth. First of all, I hate watching people brush their teeth, so I'm already <laughs> not digging it. And then right. she's like, she's like professional mothers, Ooh. like you know, mothers that are professionals are too busy for all this crap. Basically, is what it boils down to, right? Oh, so it's like a it's like a mommy war thing right like yeah at one point you know the woman's like the one that you're supposed to hate that's not real or whatever is like my mornings I brew um fermented kombucha and blah blah, blah. okay first of all I make Would my you own kombucha. Do? Yeah. that's a real thing that I do I also work my ass off so there's that okay 
But what bugs me about it is like this badge of honor of how busy you are that you can't do anything for yourself like yoga or write in a journal or brew kombucha or whatever the fuck. Drink your fucking breakfast from yes. a plastic and bottle. Yes. And that the solution so is not the solution isn't fuck the man or get your husband to help you more or uh, some variation thereof. The solution is drink your breakfast in a cab and be super pissed that somebody else got to do yoga. Right. I just yeah, think because it's... as always, those two initial solutions of get your husband to help you more and fuck the man, there's no way to sell anything to anybody yeah, based no, on those solutions. Yeah. So no, buy our fucking bodily yogurt. That makes me mad too. I don't even want to see that commercial. Yeah. And I, and it's, you know what? And all, I gotta say, like, it's funny, like parts of it are really funny, but it's just something about it rubs me the wrong way because it, I don't know. I'm not drinking your fucking gross, weird yogurt. I'll stick with my kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That would totally give me a breakdown. <laughs> okay. Okay. Please ours sure. are super similar too. This is great. First of Yay. all, they both have to do with food. Second of all, they have to do with pitting women against each other in really bizarre ways. Okay. <laughs> so mine, um, also a food item commercial, it's for Hebrew national hot dogs. Okay. And I'm going to, I'm going to give it a title. I'm going to call it the Suburban Lady Food Guilt Summer Edition. <laughs> because, okay, I'm going to paint you a quick picture. I really want to be able to find a link to this commercial so we can put it in the show notes and yours too. But sometimes it's hard to do that. So let me like paint a quick picture for you, right? Okay. We're at a very suburban backyard barbecue. Everyone's in chinos, right? Of course. So let's say there's like couple one and couple two. Couple one has the regular, you know, sad people hot dogs. (laughs) They're barbecuing them. Couple two has the Hebrew national hot dogs. Okay. Couple one looks at couple two and is like, the woman goes, oh, what are those hot dogs? And the couple two woman looks over her and it's like, these are Hebrew national hot dogs. They don't have any of the nitrates, blah, 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 they're kosher, whatever the, the little spiel is. Mm-hmm. Which, first yeah. of all, everybody calm down. We're already eating hot dogs, right? Yeah. Like, it's let's a hot not, dog. Pre- yeah, let's just go with it. Let's not pretend that this is a healthy meal. Yes. And it's fine. Fine. Enjoy your hot dog. So, after the Hebrew national hot dogs and why they're better spiel, Couple one, the woman eyes her husband and he pours like lighter fluid onto the barbecue and torches their hot dogs. And Mm. the woman goes, oh, honey. And then couple two with the fancy hot dogs is forced to share them with the first couple. I hope I kept my couples ones and two straight, but you see what I'm talking about, right? I feel you. I know exactly what's happening. Yeah. So we've got some judgment. We've got some jealousy over really the same fucking food, which is processed pig snouts. <laughs> like, right? It's so dumb. And then now we have a hierarchy at the neighborhood barbecue of who is the better person for bringing the better hot dog. It's so dumb. I hate it. There's yeah. like keeping up with the Joneses. There's... Yes. 
I'm feeling a little bit of a sexual innuendo with the sad hot dog totally. versus the nice. We're hot also dog. incorporating like as a as a like third party issue, we're incorporating that like let's make fun of the doofy suburban husband problem. Like, oh honey, how could you like the hot dogs on fire? Right, right. Oh, you're so inept. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. That's like a whole nother commercial breakdown for sure. Dude, I hate all of it. Commercial breakdown. I just, the commercials that make you want to pull your fucking hair out. It's too much. Yeah, I can't, I don't want to see that one ever, but we will yeah. put it in the show notes. Totally. If you guys have any good ones to submit, please send them our way. Moving along. So we we touched on this a little bit about dieting and whether or not to do it and if it works. And I think, you know... I think it's different for everybody, so we'll pretty much um, – we've touched on that, but we haven't really touched on exercise yet, and that one for me is tricky because I find it easier to exercise when I'm trying to lose weight than just when I'm trying to be a healthy person, and that doesn't um, really seem right. That's true. That's probably a – a pretty major connection in most people's minds. Yeah, like I'm I'm totally working out to make my butt look better, not to run faster or whatever. Like, that's just the reality of it. Like, that's my motivation. Yeah, I totally understand that. You know, I had like, um, I think I did that a lot of my life and I still, I'm sure, do it at some points. Um, but that is one thing I really credit to my mom, her like love of teaching dance classes and just her like whole love of movement. I know that sounds kind of corny, hippy dippy, but she, it really is important to her. Yeah. um, She definitely instilled that in me. And I think I went through a, you know, period of time here or there where exercise was directly related to weight loss or gain. But when I went through that period of time, I described my like return of Saturn going to therapy time. (laughs) Yeah. One of the things I did was to shift anything to do with exercise. Um, The therapist I was going to had me do like a mental shift to place any goal. I'm not describing this very well. The goal had to do nothing. It couldn't have anything to do with weight loss. It had to do with the exercise itself. So a good example was like, I was doing a lot of yoga then and my goal had to be to do a headstand for a certain amount of time. It had nothing to do with muscle mass or weight gain or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I think that that's, I, I need to work on that because my mom definitely works out to, because it makes her feel good. Like she loves to work out and she does it for that. And we used to work out together and it was fun. Um, and I just don't know where I got in my head. I mean, I'm super active. Uh, well, yeah, but... you have two little boys, like you run around and play with them and lift them up and like all the time. That's a huge sure. amount of exercise. Yeah, I, it is. And like we, you know, we walk and bike and all that. But it, it's not quite the same as like um, really doing uh, some sort of like exercise program. Because when I do it, I feel sore or tired. Or, you know, I mean, I need to do it. It's good for me. Um, but yeah, figuring out a way to like be motivated by something other than looking great would be awesome because I'm super over trying to look great, as I've mentioned many times. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's and I think that that like in a way, um, maybe that's a healthier goal to keep in mind. Like, I really try to do that too, um, to exercise 
and like let it sink in how much better my body feels when I do that because yes. of spending time shooting or on my feet or sitting at a computer so much um, muscles get really stiff and you start to feel shitty right so totally I'm I'm much better at my exercise routine and like going to the dance classes I love when I equate it with oh I just feel good and not like I weigh this much and I need to go to the gym more I like that I like that um we didn't really talk about that other idea that's on our list. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Intuitive eating. Have we heard this one? Don't diet, but still lose weight. Um, I call bullshit. <laughs> you know what? I second your bullshit. I know that that's probably going to make a lot of people like really irritated. But seriously, you guys, what is this intuitive eating thing? You know what? It's just as much obsession about eating. Like, and, and on top of that, somebody's trying to sell you something again more. I'm over it. Okay, right. But this time it's like they're trying to sell you thing that's something that's even more vague and like without any instruction. Yes. At least like if you do the whole 30 or whatever, they're giving you a plan. Yeah, um, right, right. It's a plan that's going to make you shit your brains out. But it's a plan. <laughs> This is just like okay. That's not one I'm familiar. <laughs> not familiar with the whole thirty. Is that? <laughs> oh my god, whole thirty is just okay. It's it's not. I'm sure it's not bad at all. I'm 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 being a diet cynic all the way. Um, but it's kind of cleansy, which I'm not a big fan of. And then on top of that, it's just like an insane amount of fruits and vegetables, and there's just only one way that can go. And like oh, you're well. really not eating anything else. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna clean out your system, that's for sure. <laughs> you're gonna lose some weight fast. You're gonna you're gonna be on Meg's Mexico diet plan. <laughs> totally, totally. I'm I think I'm just gonna get a tapeworm and call it good. Yeah, fucking A. I know I do yeah. I wish I wish intuitive eating worked and maybe it really does for some people. But like right. the only way I can take it seriously is the example I used earlier where I came off of a bad period of not paying any attention to it and just eating anything that I had time to have, right. you know, and I right. usually meant food out. And yeah. then I turned around and I thought, I don't feel very good. I need to eat more fruits and vegetables. Is that intuitive eating? I don't know. I don't buy it. I don't, I love the idea and I hate the reality of it. It just, it's another way that's like, oh, look, you didn't, you're less than. You couldn't figure this out. You're still fat. <laughs> you're less than. <laughs> Sucks to be you. I don't know. That's, that's my opinion, but I could be way off. Somebody correct me. Um, but the, but, but the thing is too, like, I, your opinion goes, it is consistent with your previous opinion of not fucking dieting anymore. So I'd say just have it, you know? All right. Okay, now here's a solution that requires no working out and eating whatever you want. And I hate it too. Um, <laughs> Spanx. Oh, Spanx. Oh, no. D no. That is, this is the fucking worst invention ever. I'm sorry. I think Spanx Why? is for skinny people who just don't want like underwear lines under things. Okay. But it's like thick and hurts and hard to get in and out of and it's so uncomfortable it's like a sausage casing and like oh my god 
What and is, the shit's got to go somewhere. Like, then it's going to bubble up. You're going to have this crazy, weird, like, back boob or something. To- like, yes. where is it going? What's happening? Totally. Is it just shoving every your part organs? Of your, right. Or every part of your body that is unspanked is just going to continue to jiggle. But then, like, your midsection is going to have, like, a sausage-cased, uncomfortable... <laughs> hard as a rock oh kind of feeling like oh that's sexy or like the waist trainers Have we seen oh, those yeah those are really freaky yeah and they you know that the all those i kardashians and stuff um they do all that crap like right after they have a baby i i could no more think of like shoving myself into a corset than when i've just popped out a kid and I'm breastfeeding like it sounds like a nightmare to me oh I didn't even think about that yeah like the way your body too must be like sensitive post baby no thanks yeah no (laughs) I'm I'm guessing since I don't have yeah you can I mean other I it's not for me it's not for me yeah, I just looked at those. I kept hearing about them. Everyone was like, waist trainers, waist trainers. And I just thought they were corsets. And I have one or two of those. And I've just had them for, like, you know, fun costumes and sexy time stuff. But, like, yeah, yeah. then I saw people on Instagram wearing them. And the background was a gym. And I felt really oh, confused. Yeah. yeah, They'll go for a run in that. <laughs> they'll, they'll do that. Or they'll just wear it under a T-shirt. Like, it, like, like yeah, it's, I have crazy hourglass figure in my t-shirt don't you like it's normal full disclosure i wore spanks one time oh yeah oh i've in my life owned them and tried them and worn them no but i wore them at your wedding okay (laughs) when i was in your (laughs) then your wedding party i'm sure you knew this because we all got dressed together but i took them off halfway through the party because a fuck that and B, no, <laughs> I was dancing with Craig at your reception, and he had his okay. arms around my waist, and he goes, <laughs> he goes, baby, you look so beautiful. You feel kind of weird. Is this dress weird? <laughs> What's happening with your dress, right, in this region? And now, now in our relationship, I'd have been like, yes, motherfucker, I am squeezed into this stupid Spanx. But at that point, I was like, right. we were still really new. And I was like, oh, no. And I just went into the bathroom and took it off. And then he was like, oh, my wiser. God. It's like, please, may, may. Well, that's the thing. Like, how about feeling the least sexy you possibly could is in a Spanx? Seriously. How much better is it? To actually, like, feel sexy in what you're wearing and, like, how your body feels. Okay, this segues into, right, our last kind of point where we wanted to talk about, like, ways we can actually love our bodies right now, even if they're very small. Yes. So instead of wearing Spanx, (laughs) what if we wore really beautiful, soft, lingerie feeling things I recently bought this like really pretty kind of see-through really soft robe and these pretty like lacy bras I will send you a link because they are not uncomfortable I couldn't believe it oh my god we're putting in the show notes yeah totally and like I think about the difference of how I feel wearing that and how I feel wearing Spanx and it's just night and day like if the goal is to feel sexier and feel better in your body even if you take the word sexier out just to like feel good 
Yeah. Why would you wear a tight nylon casing? You don't do it. Don't do it. I I totally um, agree that one way to feel better about your body um, is undergarments that fit properly that make you feel good. So for some per- for some people that might be something super lacy and sexy for another person it might just be a bra that puts the girls where they're supposed to be for someone else it's like i don't need a bra i'm not wearing it i but i think oh, that man i'm always so jealous of those people I'm, yeah I'm that's, do that. enjoy, I'm please go enjoy public. that if you have yeah. that situation <laughs> for us uh, <laughs> just skip all i gotta say is it looks really fun it looks really fun <laughs> It does. Oh, man. But that's another, like, when I didn't have boobs and I could have gone without a bra, it was like, no way. I had to wear a padded bra to pretend I had boobs, you know. So. Oh, God. Really? God. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But now now it's kind of more in, I think, to be free. So that's good. Hmm. Um, more power def- to them. Yeah. <laughs> But I would say, yeah, and clothes that fit you instead of like, I'm not going to go shopping because I'm not that not that not that um, buying things should solve your the way you feel about yourself, because we've been talking about how that's such crap. But but buying clothes that fit the body that you have right now, a few things that make you feel really good. That's important instead of just having a closet full of stuff that doesn't fit. Yeah. Was that like a little, was there some aspect to that in your decision? Like, I'm not going to fucking diet anymore. Did you go out and buy a few things that you really liked? Yeah, I did. And I also just found like, a, I found new styles that flattered my new body instead of like waiting around to fit into stuff that's going to be out of style by the time I fit into it, even if I was on a strict diet. Yeah. Cause what's um, the point in that? Good call. Yeah. And just like, you know, embracing what makes me feel good and getting some more of it and moving on with my day. Um, totally. I feel like I think that for me, a lot. Yeah. And for me, part of that, like that robe I just bought, I described. Um, yeah. I can't remember. I wish I could remember what podcast I was listening to, but I'll find it. Somebody on a podcast that I thought was really funny said, I'm about to change your life. Upgrade your loungewear game. <laughs> oh my god I love it and I was like damn what a good idea because you know as as you know like I work from home a lot and there are certainly days where I am not fully dressed like I would be if I had a meeting or a shoot yes and on top of that just like you know hanging out at home with your dude (laughs) in the evening and going through a period of time where you're like am I really in these flannel pajamas again which is totally okay I I had just hit a point where I was kind of like, I need to feel a little bit like prettier and and better and stuff while I'm doing this. So I bought a couple like really cute pajama things and I'm by no means like walking around the house at night in a teddy. It's just like this really beautiful robe and it makes me feel kind of glamorous. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Get yourself a caftan. Do it. Oh, fuck yeah. Do a moo Whatever moo-moo. you. Yes. Fucking, it's so good. Everybody looks good in it. Can't go wrong. (laughs) Get one. I got one at the Ross. Yeah, it's so good. Um, So other things, too, that I think are really important for loving your body or trying to love your body is um, I try to think about what my body 
has done for me and does do for me instead yeah. and um love that about it like it gave me two beautiful children and a way to feed them and all these cool um things that you know and I'm healthy and I can get around and I you know like totally oh yeah I had a big dose of that like not to get super heavy on people but a couple years ago I had um I got diagnosed with melanoma and I had to have it removed surgically um and I didn't have to go I was really lucky no chemo no radiation treatment stuff like that but I do have a giant scar on my arm and there was a little while after that surgery where my arm was in a sling and I couldn't move it and I couldn't it was hideous and terrifying yeah it was super scary and so there are definitely times where I'm getting down on myself about these more whatever you want to call them superficial concerns and I have to think back to that time and go you know what I don't have fucking melanoma anymore like all is right with the world and everything is good with my body so I try to be really grateful for those things too yeah, yeah. So I think that gratitude is a really like great way to um, try to counteract those negative feelings. Totally. And, also and the, sometimes... the gratitude like you described for um, for your body giving you your children, that's a really beautiful one. That's a great thing, I think, for people that have kids to concentrate on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, you know, these boobs are saggy for a reason. It's okay. <laughs> I've got something to show for it. That's where we're at. But we'd love to know what do you do to love your body? Um, please don't tell us diet and exercise. Like what other things do you do? <laughs> yeah, totally. Like if you really, really mean exercise, like if you are like, I love swimming or swinging on a trapeze or something like that, then I yes. guess tell us exercise. Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't want to hear about diets. I'm already on one. Sorry, guys. Ooh, i am making a delightful salmon for dinner though Ooh, that sounds good that sounds really good don't i i so wish i were eating it with like a giant baguette Mm, that would that would make it better (laughs) totally make it better (laughs) no it'll still be delicious anyway well speaking of things we wish we were doing or things we wish we had or were coveting i think we have time for one more segment Oh, yeah, we're bringing it back. Jelly on my biscuit. Uh, 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 uh. What things are you jelly of? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I've decided that right now um, I am so jealous of anyone and everyone that's on vacation. Oh, yeah, because it's summer. It's summer and it's everywhere and everyone's in Europe or on a beach or something cool. And I am not. I am working and sweating and starting to look forward to school getting back in. And so... <laughs> Having a little like doldrums of summer moment with the kids. A teeny bit. I mean, I actually really love, I love summer and I love, I love having my kids home with me, but uh, I'm not going to lie, man. I mean, I, there was this chick I follow on Instagram who her and her husband went to Tulum, just the two of them, even though they have two kids. And it was just like, oh, why man. not? Why not me? Like, I need to be on the beach for a few days with my husband. Why not me? 
Oh, totally. That's a legitimate jealousy. Yeah, that's a good jelly on my biscuit. Yeah. So I'm well, super jelly of you. Uh, yeah. I was All y'all. Say. <laughs> Craig and I hit that point of being like so hyper jelly on my biscuit of everyone on vacations too. And so we ended up booking a house at the Russian river for, I know I'm so I get to kind of come join. Yeah. Come crash. And then you'll have a little mini vacation. I mean, shit, it's not Tulum, but Hey, you know, that's all right. I love it. I'll do it. I'll be there. Me too. (laughs) All right. What um, about you? My jelly on my biscuit since we are not a super timely podcast with current events, a lot of people probably already seen this, but um, have you seen <laughs> the marching band keyboardist girl going ballistic? No. She was on, <laughs> on a couple weeks ago. This meme went around. It's just okay. this chick. Um, she's part of the Boston Crusaders Drum and Bugle Corps. I hope I'm saying that right. Okay. Um, do you have your phone with you? Yeah. I'm sending you her gift right now. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. I just want you to take a look at the zealous fucking crazy energy. This girl is just going ham on a keyboard. And I am really jelly on my biscuit of her enthusiasm. (laughs) Oh, yes. How did I not see this? (laughs) She is all in. She's so in her face is all screwed up. And like, if you play the full video, which we will put in the show notes, because if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it, it, it just will make your life a lot better. Because oh my God. She's really in it. She's playing the song. And then her face looks just like a demented, insane person. It's so great. And I watched it and I thought, I don't think I've been as into anything recently as she is into that keyboard playing so i fucking love that that's your jelly on your biscuit i don't know what her name is but i'm really jelly on my biscuit of her we love you you are fucking in it girl yeah yeah do it live that passion Yay. Okay. So that wraps episode five. We're so glad that you stuck around to hear us rant about our body issues. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening, guys. It's such a weird thing to talk about into a microphone. I hope we left you with a couple of gems or something to think about that makes you laugh about it at least. Yeah. Maybe you can identify with some of the ways we've been messed up and maybe we can all help each other with tips to be better to ourselves. I yes let's do that okay we're gonna try please if you haven't already subscribe on iTunes rate and review us while you're there and um, thanks again for listening thanks everybody okay bye yeah no I could totally intuitively eat my way through like a whole carton of ice cream I'm going to be the anti-diet guru. Is that a thing? Can I charge people to talk them out of dieting? Mm-hmm.